Hey, check it out, man. We had a quite the storm here in Kentucky last night. A lot, a lot of rain, a lot of lightning. I woke up, I got babies everywhere, dude. I got babies all over the house. Like, I don't even know where they are. Joel was sleeping on the floor in his brother's room. Savannah was on the floor at the end of my bed. Willow was, or not Willow, Meredith was in the bed. Uh, of course, Oakland was in the bed. Of course, Caroline was in the bed. I say, of course, like y'all know what it's like to have three kids in your bed, another two sleeping on floors. And then we had two, that's right, two out of seven that were actually where they were supposed to be this morning. <laughs> Crazy. But uh, got up, went downstairs, grabbed my hashtag Rise and Grind Planner like I always do. And right there at the top of the Rise and Grind Planner, what I love about the Rise and Grind Planner is at the top of every page is either a quote or a verse uh, that is sent in by actual Rise and Grind members, right? They send me their, their favorite quotes, verses, so on and so forth. We're actually printing our first uh, next year's copy of the planner today. So I'm super excited about that. But they, they send those in, and, and it's a way that I get to connect with you, which I love, uh, through the planner. And so this morning, I opened it up, and the quote was sent in by my boy, Jeffrey Michael Maestas. Now, I grew up with Jeff Maestas. Uh, he lived in Phoenix. I lived in Flagstaff. But our families uh, grew up together, so I got to see him often hanging out at the bowling alley. Cool kid. I just always thought Jeff was the coolest kid in the world. Uh, but he here's the quote that he submitted, and I appreciate. It says, you need to learn to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. You need to learn to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I know that can sound great on a bumper sticker or whatever. You probably heard somebody say that before. But what does that actually look like? Like leaning in intentionally putting yourself on, in uncomfortable situations. Like being intentional about it, right? Like my kids last night were not comfortable being uncomfortable. The lightning, the storm, the rain. They immediately like retreated from that and went to a place where they were comfortable even if that that my son is more comfortable on the floor in his brother's room than he was upstairs by himself with some lightning right so we naturally inherently from the time we're little are drawn to comfort so i don't want you to look at this quote and say well you need to learn to be comfortable with being uncomfortable yeah i can put myself in no no, no. it's work like it is completely adverse to your natural instinct. And if you wanna do things in life that are completely adverse to your natural instinct, you must be intentional. It is a job. You need to learn to be comfortable with being uncomfortable because that's the only place that growth happens. Growth only happens when you put yourself in situations that will stretch the mind, the body, and the imagination. Love that quote, Mr. Maestas. Appreciate you starting off our day like that today. Now let's dive in on hashtag. I keep saying let's dive in. I got to stop saying that. Today on hashtag Rise and Grind, I'm going to share with you five, count them, five books that completely transformed the way I see the world and might just do the same for you too. Let's go. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend?
see, there's no excuse for you not pushing yourself to the next level. In order for you to create a new you, you must have a new mindset. When teams come together, we can create things that are greater than the sum of all of their parts. Good morning and welcome to Hashtag Rise and Grind. I am your host, Glenn Lundy. I am a husband to one, a father to eight, and the creator of what is going to be the number one most watched morning show in the world. It is 5.30 a.m. and I hope that you are ready to rise and grind. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Dude, today is Thursday. That's right, today is Thursday, October 7th, 2021. And what's crazy is today is the very first and the very last time it'll ever be Thursday, October 7th, 2021. So I want to make sure we make the absolute most, and I do mean the absolute most of this absolutely incredible, incredible day. Hey, for me, I am on day 11 of the 67-day challenge, and if I wanted to give myself a little extra credit, I would say overall 37 days out of the last 38, right? But I did have one day where I did not complete the challenge. So as far as a consecutive 67 days in a row of doing the morning five, five simple steps, no phone first thing in the morning, no snooze, or I'm sorry, no snooze, no phone, write down your gratitude and goals, taking care of yourself physically, and then sending out an encouraging message. As far as that goes, doing it 67 days straight, I personally am on day 11 but i want to give a shout out and to, uh, 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 congratulations i am so proud of those of you that are on day 38 today of the 67 day challenge we have over a thousand people that have signed up to be a part of the challenge over the last month and hundreds of them are on day 38 which is just absolutely incredible great 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 work these are people that all started at the beginning of september putting themselves in an uncomfortable situation doing something uncomfortable every single day whether you feel like it you don't feel like it you want to you don't want to they've been delivering and I got to tell you I love seeing all the posts on Instagram and Facebook and all the places I love seeing people all over the world that are participating in the 67 day challenge also the messages that I get man if y'all could be a fly in my inbox <laughs> I don't know if that really makes any sense at all, but I get so many messages from people talking about how just by simply changing the way they start their day, that one simple decision is making an impact in their relationships, in their finances, in their like in their uh, in their careers, like in their faith, all of that. And so it's just fascinating to me how one simple decision made daily compounded over time can lead to massive results. You realize that? One small decision daily compounded over time can lead to massive results. 
And so it's just been really, really, really fascinating and enjoy. I've enjoyed it so much. I am so thankful for all of you that are part of the challenge. If you haven't become a part of the challenge yet and you would like to do that, start today. Just go to glennlundy.com slash 67 day challenge. glennlundy.com slash 67 day challenge. We would love for you to join us. But listen, sometimes the decision is to be a part of a challenge, right? Sometimes that's that one decision that compounded over time leads to massive results. Sometimes it's a course that you take, right? Maybe it's a course that you take that one decision to invest in yourself, to invest in a course compounded over time, compounded daily over time creates massive results, right? Sometimes it's something that you hear on a stage, right? You hear on a stage from a speaker, they just say something, it sits, it resonates, right? You take action on it, compounded daily over time, creates massive results. And sometimes, or other times, it's just like a book. One book that you read and it unlocks something in your mind. And then all of a sudden you're just like, boom, 1% change. And then that 1% change compounded daily over time lands you in a place that you never even imagined you could go. There are five books that have done that for me. Five books that completely changed the way I see and act in the world. It's the only way to describe it. And so today I'm going to share with you those five. But first, before I do, before I do, that kind of sounded Southern. Before I do, we're going to do some dancing here on the show. We got to do some dancing, folks. Now, over on, I'm looking over at Clubhouse, and I don't think I have any music set up for Clubhouse at all. Because <laughs> I'm using all the spots for some video clips today. So Clubhouse, I'm sorry. I don't think I have any music for you. Let me go and check something real quick. Let me, let me. Yeah, I totally don't have music for you on Clubhouse. If somebody's got a roadcaster and wants to play some music lightly in the background on Clubhouse, feel free. Otherwise, y'all are just going to get the good morning. That's how that's going to work. Okay, sorry. What is going on? Okay, there we go. I'm all over the place. There we go. All right. Well, for those of you on Facebook and Instagram, <laughs> or well, Instagram doesn't get any music anyway. So I guess it's only the Facebook peeps that get some music. Hey, listen, this is the part of the show where I need you to hit that share button. All right, I need you to hit that share button because I believe if we can change the way people start their day, it'll make a massive impact on this planet. I truly believe that. And sometimes all it takes to change the way somebody starts their day is for you to hit that share button. Now, this is also part of the show where I want to say good morning to you and I want you to say good morning to me. Whether you're watching live or you're watching on replay, say what's up and I'll say what's up back. All right, Clubhouse, hit that plus button. What's up, Mike Higdon? Great to see you this morning. How you doing, Tom Popelka? What's up, April Leah O'Connor? 
Great to see you. Kimberly Hatfield's in here this morning. Daryl Ziner. What's up, Daryl? How you doing? Trendy, trendy, trenda in the building. We got Vicky Everett up in here. Jojo Laricia is always up in here. What's up, Jojo Laricia? <laughs> We've got Christine Urban. We've got Don Sankey in the building. Liz Thompson is up in here. Justin Conico. What's up, Justin? We've got Daniel Rose. Naida Chasan is up in here. Alice Hamilton Blankenship. Bruce Miller, my dude, who now owns his own used car dealership. Congratulations, Bruce. What's up, Doug Thurston? Thank you again. Leisha Watts, Melinda Gayheimer, West Storm, Marilyn Wilkins up in here. Over on Instagram, I got the Fab Realtor. I got Nathaniel Grecklet. I got Carboy Fit in the building. Of course, Linda Sims is up in here. Tristan Smith is in the building. Irene Mon. We've got Social Steve and Cheryl M. My boy Tim Hunt is in the building. The Real Mariana is up in here as well. Michael O'Brien Schiff. Great to see you. James Sturkic. Stur 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 yeah, Sturtick is in here as well. And then, of course, over on the clubhouse side, looks like my boy TM might be playing some music. That's what's up, TM. And I see Ramon has joined us this morning. Barbara Majeski in the red dress is in the building. I see Amanda's up in here today. And, of course, my friend Tara. Love it. We've got Annette in the building. Scott's up in here. How you doing, Dora, Maria, and Kimberly, and Jean? I see David and Linda and Monica and Sebastian is in the building. Sebastian's been on a run for like a little over a month now, killing the game. What's up, Core Element? How you doing, Kate, Matt, Nikki, and Elizabeth? Megan, Mary Lynn, Dr. Enough, and Mariana. Christina's up in here. Naida is in both places. How you doing, Jeff, Cedar Soul? All y'all. Laura Wild, Dr. Rowe. My boy Nate Forrest in the house. I love it. Patricia, the book master. Everybody heard it. Fastest man on the planet. Oh my goodness. Check this out, man. I am so glad you're here with me this morning. I will even be more glad. Like I'm being honest. <laughs> I'll even be more glad if we get to meet in person. November 5th, 6th, and 7th in Lexington, Kentucky. We've got this incredible event. It is the Grow for God conference. That's right. You can go to growforgod.com if you want some details on that. But I'm super excited because my friend Heather Parody, I don't know if you uh if if you used to watch Rise and Grind, well, if you used to watch Rise and Grind uh back in the day, um, not back in the day, last year, the last six months of last year, Heather Parody did a lot of episodes with me before she uh, got some acting jobs. She's doing, she's in a couple movies, uh, some Hollywood movies now. And so she did a bunch of episodes with me back in those six, uh, last six months of last year. And Heather is going to be in Lexington, Kentucky, speaking at the event, talking about how she broke into the world of film. She's got an incredible podcast called the unconventional leaders, where she's going to be sharing how she's been able to leverage her podcast to ultimately open some doors for her in the world of uh, movies and, and entertainment. Uh, Heather is also one of the extras in uh, The Walking Dead. She plays a zombie in The Walking Dead, which is incredible. And so uh, I can't wait to spend some time with Heather in person, and you're going to have that opportunity to do that as well. So make sure you come join us, growforgod.com. Would absolutely love to have you there. And then before I go into these five books, 
I do want to say thank you to all those of you that have been leaving reviews on the Breakfast with Champions podcast. It has really made a massive, massive impact. Uh, I read all of the reviews. I read one uh, yesterday. It said, Glenn Lundy says, I believe if you can change the way you start your day, it can have a massive impact in your life. This podcast is doing that in the lives of people thirsting for a positive alternative. People who crave motivation, inspiration, and education all over the world. And it is sparking a movement in which people begin each day with a grateful heart and believing that they can truly reach their goals regardless of what has happened before. There is a genuine love for their fellow man and a desire to serve others. Glenn says, you are one decision away from changing the trajectory of your life. That's power and it's available to every human on the planet. There is nothing else like it out there. And that is a review that we got from Amy Lynn from Michigan. Amy Lynn, I so appreciate that powerful review. And the rest of you that have been dropping reviews just know they mean the world to us. They really, really do. The five books that completely changed the way I see the world. Number one is a book called Can't Hurt Me. Now, most of these books are more recent. There's one in here that's uh, an older book for me. But uh, I figured the, for this particular conversation, we do some of the more um, recent books that have changed the way I see the world as an adult, right? Because there are some books that changed the way I see the world as a kid, as a teenager, as an early adult. Uh, but this 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 series here a little bit more modern. Okay, so number one is "Can't Hurt Me" by David Goggins. David Goggins was a uh, overweight gentleman who was not living up to his full potential. Who was working as a uh, going out in the middle of the night and spraying for roaches for restaurants around the city, and got inspired by a, uh, a commercial to become part of our armed forces here in the United States, become a, a U.S. Navy SEAL. And he went out there and lost all the weight that he needed to lose and ultimately did some really, really incredible and fantastic things uh, in the military, did things that no humans had ever done before. And then he went from that from the military side of things to becoming an ultra marathoner, running hundreds and hundreds of miles. And he shares his stories coming from an incredibly crazy upbringing. I mean, crazy, crazy upbringing. His dad was a pimp, right? Like crazy, crazy upbringing. And he shares these stories of pain and suffering. And through the pain and the suffering, what he learned, what he learned is that we are capable of so much more than we give ourselves credit for. 
that our bodies, because it's a self-defense mechanism, that our bodies ultimately will stop us well short of what we're capable of. He says in the book that if you have reached the point of pain where you're willing to stop, like whether it be an exercise or so on and so forth, you're actually only at 40% of your capacity. 40%. So you go you go run as hard as you can run. You're breathing. It's, you're, you feel like you're going to die. That's actually only 40% of what you're capable of. That's your brain and your body trying to prevent you from getting hurt, from getting injured. It's survival instinct. But it stops. It limits you well below your possibility. This is why all of a sudden we see when the adrenaline kicks in, a woman can like pick up a car and lift it, lift a car off a child, right? Because there's so much more, so much more. And so after reading this book, uh, one of the things that Goggins had said in the book was you need to do something that you hate every single day, right? Just do something that you hate every day. And so I thought, well, what is something that I hate? And at the time I really hated drinking water. I never drank water. It was always Sprite, Kool-Aid, orange juice, whatever, something with flavor, no water whatsoever. And so I read this book and I said, you know what? I am going to drink nothing but water for a year. And I made the announcement right here on Rise and Grind. I told everybody I'm drinking nothing but water for a year because I hated water. And I did. I drank nothing but water for a year. Nothing else. All you coffee drinkers, no coffee. No, nothing but water for a year. And that one decision to drink only water is a decision I had to use with me as I traveled on planes, at events, at banquets, at, at uh, uh, all the things, right? Like I, I, I went to all the things and it was very, very, very difficult. But that one decision, just one each day to drink only water, not drink anything else, it changed, it literally changed everything. It taught me what I'm, it, it, it proved to me that I am capable of more than I thought. It's made me a healthier person shifted the metabolism in my body. Now I have the opportunity to drink whatever I want and I choose water 90% of the time. Like completely change the way I see the world. It's amazing how one tiny little decision can do that, right? And so it's affected me in so many positive ways. Also now reading that book, I run, I run uh, every day a couple miles. And when I start to feel a little bit of pain, I'm just like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm not even at 20% of what I'm capable of. There's more there, there, right? And so that's the first one I want to share with you is David Goggins, Can't Hurt Me. And here's a quick little clip uh, from Goggins, little, little video that I found on YouTube that I think you might enjoy. So we read a bunch of books nowadays as, as humans, we, we want to find out how to be someone else. What we don't do is we don't go inside. So literally turn yourself inside out. Read the book that says, like, like we're writing a book every day of our lives, but we never read that book. Is you have to look inside of yourself and see what you really want. What, what are you passionate about? We use these words and these little phrases of only the strong survive. They're all just words. I get so tired of hearing people just talking. Like right now, someone may think Goggins is just talking. <laughs> you don't know me. 
So when I speak, I speak from passion, I speak from experience, I, I, I speak from suffering. That's the only way I believe, and this is just my experience in life, the only way you're ever going to get to the other side of this journey is you have got to suffer to grow. To grow, you must suffer. And some people will get it and some people won't. But they have to see what their journey is to start their journey. Several people live to be 100 years old. They have great lives and they have great kids. The kids go to college and all sorts of stuff. But somewhere in their life, there was a point where they had a decision to make. They can go left or right on this path. Left was the easy route. Right was the hard route. A lot of people take the easy route. And they had a good life that way, but the better life was going to the right side. And you may have 20 years of pain and suffering to get past it, but a lot of us die never truly starting our journey. You got to start your journey. It may suck, but it will. It will come out the other side where you're coasting. A lot of us die without ever starting the journey. I thought that was really powerful. David Goggins also once said, it hurts, but that's all it does. The most difficult part of the training is training your mind. You build calluses on your feet to endure the road. You build calluses on your mind to endure the pain. There's only one way to do that. You have to get out there and run. The second book, that complete more recent book that transformed the way I see the world is a book called Relentless by Tim Grover. Now, Tim Grover was the strength and conditioning coach for Michael Jordan, as well as Kobe Bryant, as well as D. Wade, uh, and many, many more. Basically, the best of the best, the elite of the elite, the, the tops of the top. Tim Grover was their, uh, their, their coach, and it, it was a fascinating read, like getting to go inside the mind's of the world's most elite athletes was fascinating. And also Tim Grover in this book, he talks about the dark side and he explains how we all have a, a dark side inside us and most of us kind of squash it, right? We, we think that it's evil or that it comes from a bad place. And so we squash our dark side or we hide it. We put on a mask, right? And that's the cause of a lot of people not reaching their greatness is your dark side is a part of you. Doesn't have to be an evil thing. It's just that it's that grit. It's that spit. It's that thing inside you, right? That it takes to reach those super, super, super high levels. Here's a quick little video of Tim Grover talking about the dark side. Think about the times where everything was going wrong. Nothing was going right. What kept you going? What kept you going? When there was no friends around, there was no family, you were in that place, what kept you going right that was your dark energy that was your dark side so if you if a new day starts in the dark why are you afraid to have use your dark side for your new beginnings whoa it's not an evil thing it's an evil thing if you don't recognize it it's an evil thing if it, you allow it to become destructive if it's an it's an evil thing if you use it for excuses but if you harness it, it takes you to places that you, you couldn't even imagine. And see, when I read about the dark side in that particular book, you know, to be honest with you, there were, there were parts of me that I was 
shoving down a little bit. Parts of me that I was not allowing uh, people to experience. And what Tim Grover just said right there in that clip, I think it's brilliant, right? Like it is a, it's, it's, it's a, what's, what's evil is to hide the parts of you that make you, you. It's a, it's not something where you go out and be malicious. That's not what he's talking about when he talks about the dark side. It's just that beast inside you. You got to let it loose every once in a while. Right. And so he breaks that down and. He also breaks down that there's three types of people. You've got coolers, you've got closers, and you've got cleaners. A cooler is a person that you give a job to and you will get the desired result. You will not get anything above that or extraordinary. A closer is a level above a cooler. And closers are people that you can give a tax to do and they will deliver great results back. They will deliver it the majority of the time as long as not too many variables are thrown at them. And then you have cleaners and a cleaner is a whole new level. A cleaner is a, I do not think person. They are so well prepared. They do not think, and they just do. They spend hours and hours of time, years actually of getting prepared that no matter what is thrown at them, they're going to deliver that end result at all times over and over and over again. They will be exceptional at it. Their instincts are so dead on that no matter what variable, what problem is thrown at them, they can adjust on the fly and have the ability to get themselves in the lower wild loves it, the zone, right? That's what a cleaner looks like. And so as I read this book, the impact it had on me, I had to ask myself like, Okay, where would somebody else say I fall? Where would somebody else say I fall? Would they say I'm a cooler? Would they say I'm a closer? Would they say I'm a cleaner? And the answer is a little bit of each, depending on which what I was doing, right? The things I'm more passionate about, I can hit that cleaner level. The things that I've practiced, that I've studied, that I can instantly go into flow state. Doing something like this show at 5.30 a.m. every single morning. Rocking three different spots. I'm on Clubhouse. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I got full production going over here. I got sound. I got audio. I got mic. I got lights. I got all the things. Dude, I can do this with my eyes closed. I don't have to think. That's some cleaner stuff right there. That's some cleaner stuff right there. And so what areas of your life can you level up 1% every day, consistently compounded over time so that you can get to that? That's what I love about that book is it challenged me to look at the different areas of my life and say, okay, hold up, let's, let's, let, let's level this up. Now, one of the things that Tim Grover says, um, and this is what this book did to me. And I can't believe I'm only on number two and I'm already 30 minutes into this show. The second thing that, uh, or the thing that Tim Grover said in this book that was really powerful to me. He said, the only way you can light other people, the only way you can light other people on fire is to be lit yourself from the inside. I'm going to say that one more time for the people in the back. Or maybe somebody that was distracted. Maybe you're on the Peloton. Maybe you're out on a run. Maybe you're eating a cookie or a donut. Maybe you're still laying in bed. And you need to get your butt up. The only way you can light other people on fire is to be lit yourself from the inside. You see, what I really took away from this book, Relentless, is this is an inside job, folks. 
what Tim Grover did with Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan and all them is he just he created space. He created space where they could, without judgment, where they could, without anyone else's expectation, they could privately figure out who they were on the inside and light that fire within so that they could go out and light a fire in all of us, right? Incredibly powerful. I think so many times in our life, we're waiting for someone else to do it for us. You ever felt that way? I want you to just think about the times in your life. Maybe it's you right now. Maybe, maybe right now you're like, why can't I get a break? Why can't I get an opportunity? Why won't they pull me up on stage in clubhouse? Why this? Why that? Right? Like we think someone else is going to give it to us. And that's just not how it works. You got to be so passionate so relentlessly lit from the inside and you will catch the people around you on fire on fire for you that's how that works now i just got done saying i can do this show with my eyes closed but here i am 32 minutes in i still got three books left so what do i do do i just cut the show off today and say well i told you i was going to give you five but i'm actually only going to give you two do i do that Maybe I cut it off over on Facebook and tell you you got to hop on over to Clubhouse so we can discuss it over there. I could do that. Or maybe I just kill the Instagram feed there in the back and tell Clubhouse to have a discussion and keep going on Facebook. I could do any of the three. Or maybe I'll just keep going. What do you think? <laughs> I think I'll keep going. Number three. The number three. <laughs> That's right, Rodney. Rodney said, it's your show, bro. <laughs> That's right. Number three, green lights. Anybody who's around me right now that's in my close circle that I have conversations with is going to tell you that Glenn is on the Matthew McConaughey train right now. That Glenn Lundy, this book, Green Lights, which I have read before, but for some reason as I'm going through it, I, I, as I went through it again a couple weeks ago, it freaking shifted my soul, man. It shifted my soul and it shift it shifted the way that I see the world. It really it really did. Uh this book Green Lights is a memoir. It's Matthew McConaughey uh, Matthew McConaughey's memoir. He tells the story of his life, which is a crazy story, so on and so forth, but he really tells it in a fascinating way, right? Obviously he's an incredible actor. So it's like you're, it's like you're listening to a movie is really what it's like. Uh, he tells it in a very fascinating, fascinating way. And I love how he weaves in poetry. So he's written poetry his whole life. He's journaled his whole life. And so he weaves in poetry. And then he also weaves in bumper stickers, right? He's collected bumper stickers his whole life. And so he weaves in these uh, bumper stickers. You know, he'll just be like, bumper sticker. And then he'll drop like a one-liner on you. You're like, okay, all right. Or all of a sudden he'll drop in a poem, right? Like it's really fascinating the way he put this thing together between the stories, the bumper stickers, the poetry, and it's just really incredible. And then of course his thoughts and takeaways in one of the fundamental shifts from this book, one of the things that Matthew McConaughey talks about is he talks about finding your frequency. You see, Matthew McConaughey believes that we all have the feeling 
right? We all have the feeling when we're on frequency, when our relationships are going well with our career, ourselves, our God, we're in the flow. We're not going too fast. We're in the flow of traffic in our lane, in our zone. What we give out to the world is what is returned to us. But that doesn't last forever. And we get in a rut and we're off frequency. And then Matthew McConaughey says one way to get back in line. He says this, he says, is not to put pressure on what you want. Pay attention. Lean in folks. Lean in. This is big. This is big. When you get in that rut or when you're off frequency, the one way to get back in is this. Here's what he says. Put the pressure on what you want. It's not to put the pressure on what you want. Just get rid of the stuff that we know isn't feeding our true selves. And by process of elimination, those people, places, things, and habits that give us a proverbial hangover the next day. Okay, I'm going to say that one more time. Put the pressure, do not, do not put the pressure on what you want. Just get rid of the stuff that you know isn't feeding your true self by a process of elimination. Get rid of those people, those places, those things, those habits that are giving you a proverbial hangover the next day. Now, this is huge. This is huge and impactful because a lot of times we're so focused on what we want. And what Matthew's saying is if you just eliminate the things you know you don't want, sometimes it's easier to identify that. Figuring out who you are is a really hard thing. I know people try to make it sound easy, but it's not. It's really difficult to figure out exactly who you are, your purpose, all of those things. It's very difficult. And so I read this and I love this. It's like, okay, well, let's eliminate the things that aren't serving. The things that I don't freaking love. The things that I'm not so incredibly passionate and jacked up for. And by elimination, by a process of elimination, what you have left will tell you who you are. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. This dude is blowing my mind with this with, 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 this, with this type of talk. So here's a short little uh, video, a short little clip on uh, Matthew McConaughey to go along with this conversation. Life is not easy. It is not. Don't try to make it that way. Life's not fair. It never was. It isn't now and it won't ever be. Do not fall into the trap, the entitlement trap of feeling like you're a victim. You are not. Get over it and get on with it. And yes, most things are more rewarding when you break a sweat to get them. The first step that leads to our identity in life is usually not, I know who I am. I know who I am. That's not the first step. The first step is usually, I know who I am not. Process of elimination. Defining ourselves by what we are not is the first step that leads us to really knowing who we are. Because you just eliminated the who's, the where's, the what's, and the when's that were keeping you from your identity. Like, trust me, too many options, <laughs> I promise you, too many options will make a tyrant of us all. All right, so get rid of the excess, the wasted time. Decrease your options. And if you do this, you will have accidentally, almost innocently, put in front of you what is important. Now, when I was 15 years old, 
I had a very important person in my life come to me and say, who's your hero? And I said, I don't know, I gotta think about that. Give me a couple of weeks. I come back two weeks later, this person comes up and says, who's your hero? I said, I thought about it. You know who it is? I said, it's me in 10 years. So I turned 25, 10 years later. That same person comes to me and goes, so are you a hero? And I was like, not even close. No, no, no. She said, why? I said, because my hero is me at 35. So you see, every day, every week, every month, and every year of my life, my hero is always 10 years away. I'm never gonna be my hero. I'm not going to attain that. I know I'm not. And that's just fine with me because that keeps me with somebody to keep on chasing. All right, life is not a popularity contest. Be brave, take the hill, but first answer that question, what's my hill? Knowing who we are is hard. It's hard. So give yourself a break. Eliminate who you are not first, and you're going to find yourself where you need to be. Figuring out who you are is hard. Eliminate who you are not first. Mm, mm, mm. I am in that process right now. There's some people around me right now that are like, this dude Glenn is crazy as all get up. Crazy as all get up because I, I literally am. I am in that process. I am slicing and dicing. I am cutting off the things that are not ultimately serving the greater intention and purpose of my life. I am because I'm trying to get clear as can be clear as can be who I am to the core so that I can ultimately serve this planet the way I know I was called to serve. So this book fundamentally changing the way still in this moment, changing the way I see the world. Number four, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. This is not a book I thought I would enjoy. This is a book that accidentally landed in my headphones while I was mowing the lawn. I was mowing the 10 acres at my house uh, two years ago. And as I was out there mowing, I had the headset on, I was listening to uh, different YouTubes and all of a sudden this, this YouTube video popped up. I was like, what the heck is this? And it was this big magic, downloaded the book, started to read it or started to listen to it, fascinated by it. It's not normally, it's not your normal self-help, self-development. It's kind of, you know, call it woo-woo if you want, calling it kind of dreamy, kind of whatever. But my gosh, it completely transformed the way I see the world. You see, in this book, Big Magic, Elizabeth Gilbert talks about inspiration. She talks about ideas. And she talks about how ideas, inspiration, those types of things, that they actually exist. That they're floating right now around, around your head. Around your head, around my head. And that their one desire in life, their one desire in their life is to find a host that can actually bring them to life. And so many people are so dang busy. They're so ridiculously busy doing that these ideas can't take root. They, 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 they can't sink in or they, they grab hold of you, right? This is your, your, your million dollar idea, your billion dollar idea, right? Your, your, your world changing, global impacting, save the, save the whales, uh, end world starvation, those ideas are begging to be brought to life. But you and I are running so freaking fast from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing to thing, bang, banging around like ping pong balls 
that they're they're just like holding on like 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 a, like like a grasshopper on your mirror as your car starts to pick up speed, right? These ideas are like you know, and then all of a sudden they're gone. That's how she describes ideas and inspiration. And she just talks about if we would just take some time to sit down and shut up for a change, right? And just allow ourselves to be, to be present, to be still. And then when we do get an idea or an inspiration, not to allow ourselves to talk, to talk ourselves out of it, not to allow ourselves to uh, let fear or anything like that, anything limiting, keep us from bringing that sucker to life, man. And I just thought, what a fascinating look to know that all of these ideas, it's not just us seeking opportunity. It's not just us seeking uh, uh, next level or purpose or intention, but there's actually like the inspiration's looking for you, dude. <laughs> it's, it's a two-way thing. The universe, God, G-O-D. Is looking for you. But you won't sit still stinking long enough. And that was me, man. I never sat still. It's still hard for me to sit still. But gosh, there's so much power in that. Elizabeth Gilbert wrote the book Eat, Pray, Love. She also said this in the book Big Magic, which I thought was fascinating. Because nobody ever says this. Most people tell you, you you have to be an original, right? You have to be an original. And here's what Elizabeth uh, Gilbert says. She says, don't try to be an original. Just be you. Don't try to be original. Just be you. You already are original, dude. You don't need to try to be original. You are original. She goes on to say, the thought of creating something original is enough to halt all of us in our creative tracks. So don't even try. Just be you. Share your magic, your story, your power, your creativity, and just know that being you is enough. When you have a great new idea, she says, don't Google it to see if anyone else is doing it because you'll be crestfallen to find that they are. Just run with the idea anyway and make it your own. Be unoriginal, but heartfelt and never get caught up trying to be perfect as perfectionism is poisonous to creativity. Just be you. Elizabeth Gilbert also said, the most interesting moment of a person's life is what happens to them when all their certainties go away. <laughs> Sit on that for just a second. The most interesting moment of a person's life is what happens to them when all their certainties go away, right? When everything's stripped of you, then who do you become? And then what do you look for? She says, that's the moment 
when the universe is offering up an invitation saying these words. Oh, it gives me goosebumps. Okay. All right. The most interesting moment of a person's life is what happens to them when all of their certainties go away. Okay. Everything's stripped away. And I know what this feels like. I was homeless, dude. Everything stripped, gone. All my certainty, gone. Where am I going to eat tomorrow? Gone. Where am I going to get money today? Gone. Where am I going to sleep tonight? Gone. Will I be alive tomorrow? Gone. Zero certainty. None. Zip. Nada. The most interesting moment of a person's life is what happens to them when all their certainties go away. Then she asks the question, then who do you become? And then what do you look for, right? Because it changes you, dude. It changes you. That's the moment when the universe is offering up an invitation. And here's what the universe is saying. <laughs> Come and find me. Oh my gosh, my eyes well up just reading it. God says, come and find me. Come and find me. Folks, I'm telling you. <laughs> He's right there, man. Mm, mm, mm. So good, Elizabeth. So good. I need to meet her one day. She's a powerful, powerful human. I've given you four. Can't hurt me. Relentless. Green lights. Big magic. All right. I've given you four. And here, here's the fifth one. Now, this one is a little bit older, uh, but this is definitely a book that helped transform the way I see the world. All right. Number five is The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. And in this book, this book is a journey that a young man goes on, uh, a journey to find success, a journey to find wealth, uh, a journey that involves, you know, meeting uh, the love of his life. It's a, it's a journey like many, many of us have gone on just in a different setting and in a different time, right? It's life's journey of seeking that which will fulfill our deepest needs and desires. Or what we think are our deepest needs and desires. And when I read this book, I mean, it takes you the long way. Okay. Like I'll be hundred percent honest with you. This book is going to take you the long way around. <laughs> it takes you the long way around. It's fascinating. It's a fun read, but it takes you a long way around. And then in the end, he ends up back where he started and I'll ruin it for you for those that never read it, but you should still go read it anyway, even though I'm going to ruin it for you. What he finds is that everything that he ever wanted, everything that he ever desired, Everything that he was seeking in life was found inside, not outside. That it was, it, that it all, it, it all spawned from within the seed that was planted in you, our connection to God, right? Our connection to the universe that, that, that is within you 
is where everything that you seek and desire exists. It'll never be found on the outside. It'll never be found in wealth. It'll never be found in nice cars. It'll never be found in nice houses. It'll never be found anywhere in there. It's only inside. That's the only way. The work that needs to be done is on the inside, not the outside. And if you look at all of these books, David Goggins talking about the inner work, Tim Grover talking about the inner work, right? Matthew McConaughey, inner work. Elizabeth Gilbert, inner work. It's all inner work, folks. It's inside you. That's it. The miracle exists inside you. That's where it's at. And these books helped shape that for me. Help me take full responsibility for the results in my life. Good and bad. I am not a victim. And I don't believe you are either unless you choose to be. You can take full responsibility. Do the work on the, from the inside out. And watch what happens in your life. When it comes to this book, The Alchemist, Paulo Coelho said this. He says, we are travelers on a cosmic journey. Stardust, swirling and dancing in the eddies and whirlpools of infinity. Life is eternal. We have stopped for a moment to encounter each other, to meet, to love, to share. This is a precious moment. It is a little parenthesis in eternity. And then he follows it up by saying this, which is how we're going to end today's episode. What's the world's greatest lie? The young man asked the old man, what's the world's greatest lie? And the old man says this, it's this. The world's greatest lie is that at a certain point in our lives, we lose control of what's happening to us and our lives become controlled by fate. That's the world's greatest lie. You see, my friend, you are the creator. You are a child of God, the God of the universe, the God that made everything. And that God instilled in you the ability to create. And I believe what Paulo Coelho said, Paulo, Paulo Coelho said, when the biggest lie is at some point in adulthood, you convinced yourself or someone convinced you that the end result of your life is actually in somebody else's hands. Cause it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't. Nah, nope. You are so much more powerful than that. So much more powerful than you could possibly ever imagine. You're at, you're at 40% capacity at best right now 40 percent capacity at best right now there are parts of yourself that you are hiding right now that you will not allow to surface because you've been shamed or someone has told you that you're bad or you're ugly or you're negative or you can't so you're leaving the most important aspect of our rise together as humanity you're leaving it out because you think you're not good enough you think you're not tall enough, not short enough, not good looking enough, not smart enough, 
not driven enough, not motivated enough. Just You think you're not enough, and it's a lie. You're more than enough. You just need to trim some fat. Take out some of the things that aren't serving you, some of the thoughts that aren't serving you, the people that aren't serving you, the words that aren't serving you. You got to trim those up. It takes work. It takes time. You're going to have to sit still and really spend time with yourself, which I know can be a scary thing. You're going to have to spend time with you. Have a conversation with you. And here's what you're going to find when you do. What you're going to find is everything that you're seeking, everything that you're chasing, you already got it. (laughs) It was given to you the moment you were born. It's planted in you. You are such an incredible, 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 incredible being. Dude, you're my brother, you're my sister, and I so love you. I am so deeply, like so deeply love you and want so desperately, so desperately for you to step into your greatness, to just decide, to make a decision today, 1% every day compounded over time, do the things that are uncomfortable and become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. Fair enough, fair enough, listen, If you need more videos like this, you can go to glennlundy.com. There's a bunch of them up there. I would love for you to join me in Lexington, Kentucky. We can dive into this stuff a whole lot more in person, have lots of conversations. Would love for you to be there. You can go to growforgod.com if you want to be a part of that. And uh, most importantly, though, go out there today. Make that decision. Just decide, all right? Make that decision. And then come back here again tomorrow morning, 5.30 a.m. We're going to do this all over again on hashtag rise and grind.